Are you all set? Yeah, I'm recording my end. <laughs> <laughs> Been a while. Back into the swing. Hello, and welcome back to Opinion is Divided. Episode 29, or episode series 2.1, depending on how you want to look at it. I'm your host, Steve, and joining me, as ever, he's up all night till the sun, he's up all night to get some, he's up all night for good fun, he's up all night to get lucky. He's Dr. Lee. Hello, did you write that down? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I heard it the other day and I thought, that'd be really good, that. <laughs> I, uh, well, obviously you know me, but I can't imagine me being up all night for anything anymore. <laughs> Come 10 o'clock, mate. <laughs> I'm in bed. Not as, as recently shown. How are you anyway? Good, sir. We haven't spoken for a long time. Well, not on a week. anyway. Well, not even a week. When did I last see you? The other day. It is nearly a week. Close four days. I haven't seen you for four days. It's a long time. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done fine in the last four days, I must admit. Thank you for asking. Good. Okay. I'll kill that topic of conversation then. Should we move on with today's <laughs> podcast? <laughs> so, as you can tell, we still don't prepare. We spend no time invested in, in speaking to each other before we come to Mike to say what should we speak about. Although not entirely true for this one, given that no. we have prepared and prepared fifteen questions each for this one, no less. Can we just uh, can we just put a caveat in there that I didn't really prepare? <laughs> you're going to do that thing again, aren't you? That you're just going to read from your phone? Yeah, I just googled some stuff <laughs> at the absolute last minute, as I usually do. Whereas I, once we knew this topic, embraced it, researched it found the correct questions, found the best options for the correct questions. And, well, anyway, let's explain what we're doing. Recently, I told you about Roger Black, the former athlete, being on Celebrity Mastermind with a specialist subject of The Princess Bride. What a fantastic film. Inconceivable. (laughs) And that's what got us talking to each other about if we were to do Mastermind, which, let's face it, we ain't. We definitely are. (laughs) If we were to embarrass ourselves on Mastermind, what would be your best shot at a specialist subject? (laughs) So mine, Star Wars, in brief. Original trilogy preferred, but I'll go for anything that has the word Star Wars on it. I'll have a run at answering her question. And yours, Dr. Lee? Well, mine has been my guilty secret for a long time. And very, very few people know that I am a massive fan of Harry Potter and the Harry, Harry Potter series. And I, yeah, I think you only found out when I was drunk <laughs> about well, two weeks ago. <laughs> technically, I found out when you told me. Yeah. But I thought you were taking the piss. <laughs> no, I am actually a big fan. So before we get into these questions, I want to unpack mm-hmm. this a, a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure you because do. Because it, it sure did, did take me by surprise. I mean, it will take you by no surprise that my specialist subject would be Star Wars. No, because I, I think that. for as long as we've known each other, you've known that I've loved Star Wars. Yeah. I found out only a couple of weeks ago that you like Harry Potter. Yes. Which is disturbing in a near 50-year-old man. <laughs> which is why I don't really tell anybody. <laughs> so what's your history with Harry Potter? How did you come to it? It was actually Lisa when Lisa and I first got back together. Lisa <laughs> when we first got back together. Yeah, so we're talking like 20 years ago. Okay. Lisa had read the first book. Uh, I think she bought it in the States. Uh, 
and she read it when she was flying back over, you know, to to England. And she kind of she really got into it, loved it. And the the new books were always published roughly around the time of Lisa's birthday, just just after Lisa's birthday. So I started pre-ordering the books, so they would you know be ready for a birthday. Okay, so did each book come out one a year? I think it was quite one a year, but it was fairly quick. I'm thinking but because obviously, the... as the as the books went on, it went a bit hmm. longer because the books were much bigger. Um, but yeah, there are thereabouts around a birthday. They they would generally get published, so I used to pre-order them for her. See, I, it's it's not a secret that I I won't say I know nothing about Harry Potter, but I know incredibly little about Harry Potter. Uh-huh. But I'm aware of the films, and I'm aware that there was one film a year, or at least I think there was one film a year, which showed each year of Harry Potter's schooling. Yeah, yeah. So were the, were the books pretty much the same then? It was each year, here's a new book about the new school year. I'm, I'm not that good. I couldn't tell you when each book was published. But uh, like I said, I think as the, the books got bigger, it took a little bit longer. So I don't think they were one every year. I think the first few might have been. One a year, but after that, I don't think so. First source of three, maybe. As you get to Goblet of Fire, it starts to get a bit bit bigger, a bit more involved. Right. So I suppose when it comes to books, there's no need to knock them out once a year, but if you're going to have child actors that you want to yeah. portray once a year, mm-hmm. you, you're knocking them out once a year or else he's shaving before he's in his third year. That's a, there's a big difference in you as they get older, isn't there? But yeah. Obviously not so much in the books, but yeah, so I started buying them for Lisa and then she talked me into reading them. I had really zero interest in them when I first started reading them. Um, but then, yeah, I started, uh, when she'd finished it, and she was, she's kind of a greedy reader, so she reads them very quickly. Um, and I, I just picked up on them and thought, yeah, you know what, it's all right, it's all right. So when each one was being released, we, we stood over her shoulder going, hurry up! Read quicker. <laughs> I was by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. Yeah, there was a, there was a couple of moments where I was like, yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. But yeah, uh, and then we got um, the audio books on Audible, so I tend to listen to the audio books on Audible. Is that the one that Stephen Fry reads? He does. Yeah, he does. He okay, so it. no spoilers about the questions that I'm about to ask you, but one of the answers is not Stephen Fry. Well, I won't get it then. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from... I would imagine from... quite a lot of the answers aren't Stephen Fry, to be honest. <laughs> no, I, I, I have a raft of answers prepared for Harry Potter questions, and it's pretty much Stephen Fry, Harry Potter, Robbie Coltrane, and then I'm out. Right. So my, my relationship with Harry Potter is I've seen at least the first two, maybe three of the films which I think there's eight yeah and by the time I got to the end of the third I was just yeah this ain't for me so it's not a criticism of Harry Potter I know lots of people love Harry Potter you love Harry Potter so I'm not going to call you a man baby <laughs> but <laughs> it's just so. not did, for me that's when they start getting a lot more interesting so you kind of missed out on the best ones well it did occur to me when you when you first said when we'd said about mastermind Roger Black and then what would be our specialist subject? This is what I was thinking of doing. Why don't we each get questions on our specialist subject, mm-hmm. ask them of each other, because let's face it, we're both a little bit competitive. So I've got 15 questions at the ready for you for Harry Potter. Okay. Shall we? Not treating it like Mastermind. We're not going to start a clock. We're not going to be as vicious with the questions because it's still meant to be a bit of fun. 
Shall yeah. we have a stab at these 15 questions, for, genuinely, from BBC's Mastermind? Yeah, absolutely. But don't, bear this in mind as well. When somebody goes on Mastermind, they obviously revise this to death, don't they? This, I'd expect uh, them to have read the books or watched the films before going in. Yeah, but you know, if I was going actual on actual Mastermind, actually, I was actually going on Mastermind, I would fucking rehearse this to death. You know, I would be reading the books, I'd be... I'll be on the internet looking for obscure facts and, and all the rest of it. Oh. I've come this pretty much cold. I mean, I haven't even read one of the books for ages. So, Okay, so if we're going to go down the path of really obscure facts, I was going to steer clear of Roger Black talking about the Princess Bride and just go down the Harry Potter and Star Wars route to get us into it. Yeah. But as you're talking about researching some really obscure facts, Roger Black emailed Mark Commode, film critic, and said to him, I'm going to be on, if anyone's interested in watching, it's on this Friday. And he'd said, he he didn't want to give any questions and answers away, but he said, the one question I was prepared for didn't come up. And it was, I won't present it as a question, I'll present it as a statement of fact, because this is Mm -hmm. fantastic. Andre the Giant, who played Fezzik, in yeah. The Princess Bride, was driven to school by Samuel Beckett. What? <laughs> Samuel Beckett used to drive the teenaged Andre, Andre the Giant <laughs> to school. Samuel Beckett lived in France, rural France. Right. And he used to drive Andre the Giant to school in <laughs> the morning. Other kids as well. <laughs> Why? Was he a bus driver or something? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, just used to drive. Oh, what a fantastic... I, I haven't explored it. I've just gone with that fact that Roger Black had said, but <laughs> what a fantastic fact. Let's hope it's true. <laughs> all right. Harry Potter, questions. Harry Potter. Go on, then. Let's get down so, to business. You're going to bang all 15 off? I am, I am going to bang all 15 off. Right. Okay. So these were questions asked... Genuine. ...by John Humphreys... Of contestant Madeline Grant. If you're listening, Madeline, hello, but I sincerely doubt you aren't. <laughs> yeah, I'd be amazed. I would be amazed Get too. Get in touch. Get in touch. If you do, email, email us. us at opinionisdivided at gmail.com if you are Madeline Grant who's listening to these questions. So, are you ready for question one, Dr. Lee? No, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely nervous now. I feel like I've been put on the spot. <laughs> but anyway, go. Okay, just a bit of. Fun, I'm, just a bit I'm going to tell you as well. I'm not going to answer them as you as we go, but I will tell you whether I would have got these right or not as well. And you're going to have to trust me on a principle of honour of this okay. because I have got the answers in front of me. Yes. So, question one: In what town in Surrey is number four Privet Drive, where Harry Potter lived with the Dursley family since the death of his parents when he was 15 months old? Little Winging. Is correct. And that's where I'm going to start with my dissection of some of these questions on Mastermind. Okay. Do you not think that question is just a little bit bloody wordy? Could it not have been in what Surrey town did Harry Potter live? Yeah. There's way too much information. I got the answer while you were... Before you finished the first sentence, but I just... Exactly. I'm going to come back to that later as well. (laughs) Now, question two. Given the structure of this, you can actually see why they put so much information in question one, because it is relevant to question two. Okay. How does Harry think his parents were killed before Hagrid tells him the truth on his 11th birthday? Car crash. 
Again, correct. Fucking word for word. <laughs> That's twice <laughs> you've said exactly what I've got written down. Granted, it's only four words. Yeah, but again, a, a bit wordy. Uh-huh. More than it needed to be. You could have just said, how did he think his parents were killed before he learned yeah. the truth? Yeah. No need well, to bring Hagrid or his 11th birthday into it. Yeah, I'm going to put my thumb in this bit. I'm aware of Hagrid. I'm aware he's the one that was played by Robbie Coltrane in the film. Yes. What the fuck possessed him to tell Harry on his 11th birthday? Harry asked could him. He not, could he not have got him a cake? <laughs> he did get him a cake. <laughs> what did, did he write on the cake? Guess how your parents died. <laughs> no, he was a wizard. He told him he was a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Oh, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. And yeah. then he was uh, like your parents, you know, parents were wizards. And he was like, my parents were wizards? Yeah. No, and, and it came out in that conversation. Oh, right. So it came about in... Co- it wasn't like Hagrid said to him, Son, you're yeah. 11. Come over here. Yeah. You know you thought your parents died in a car crash. They <laughs> no. weren't. They were brutally murdered. A car crash killed Lillian James Potter? He shouted in his yeah. Bristolian You haven't accent. spoiled any other answers there. I'm glad no. to know that. <laughs> so, okay. question three. And this is, this is where I start getting a little bit annoyed. <laughs> what animal is the Minister for Magic, Rufus Scrimger? Rufus Scrimger. Described as looking rather like, with keen yellowish eyes and a certain rangy lopping grin. <laughs> I can't even say it. Certain <laughs> ranging. See, it's too wordy. Yeah. A certain rangy lopping grace. Was it a lion? Are you asking me or telling me? I'm telling you. Yeah, it was a lion. Yeah. <laughs> so, wordy as fuck. Yes. Wordy to the point that I couldn't even read it. And I am a you know reasonably accomplished reader. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus Scrimger. So here's the thing. When John Humphreys read that question, I actually couldn't. I, I got these questions from YouTube. So yeah. I watched the broadcast questions. I couldn't write that question down for you because I didn't have a fucking clue what John Humphreys just said. <laughs> it's like a different language. <laughs> yeah. So I had to Google it to get his name. Yeah. yeah anyway, I'm, I'm just going to sound so old. Question four. (laughs) A single word is needed for the summoning charm that brings a nearby object zooming towards the person who has cast it. What's the word? That's not very You're going to have to give me a minute on this because I am rubbish at the spells. Would you like me to rephrase the question? You are. By the way, I am taking it on trust that you're not Googling these. Oh, no, no, absolutely I mean, not. I must There's admit, no point. <laughs> There's no, no point. <laughs> I, I had to Google some of the questions, and I'll get further down as I had to Google even more, and it's fucking hard to Google. Yeah. I can't remember how you pronounce it. Axio. Axio Broom. What's your final that. answer? Axio. Like Axio or Axio Broom. You'd have to, just, I don't know. I don't know how you spell it. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. I'm going to take that as a correct. All right. Mainly because I couldn't argue with you if I wanted to. I, I wouldn't have had a clue. I would never have got that. So you, you say the word and then the, the object that you want to come to you. So you say Akio beer. Yeah, and the beer would would come to you. You'd probably spell okay. it. But as you become more proficient at magic, you don't have to say the word. You can just you know, point you want and make it happen. Question five. From which elderly witch does Tom Riddle steal Helga Hufflepuffs? Helga Hufflepuffs. Okay, you go with that. See, I was writing this down. I'm going with how it sounded, not what it is. So, to me, Helga Hufflepuff's cup and Salazar Slytherin's locket. 
Who, who nicked it? Who nicked it? Oh, no, not who the nicked Volvo. it. That was Tom Riddle. Who oh, did he Tom nick Riddle. it from? I can't remember his surname, but it was Hepsi Bar. Somebody. <laughs> I think. Have, a, have a run. Have a crack at it. Go on. I, I want to say Hepsi Bar Smith, but I don't think it was. <laughs> okay. That is correct. Is it? And now I'm, I'm going to get to... The, you see, this is the point, again, when I was starting to write these things down, that I was getting a little bit angry. <laughs> Hepsi Bar... Hepsi Bar Smith... I know it's all right. It's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> but Hepzibar Smith, Rufus Scrimger. This they're just fucking made up. Anyway, I know all words are made up. All words are made up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. I wouldn't have got that either. I wouldn't have had a clue. It's it's now telling me that I really shouldn't play Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit with anybody. No, definitely not. Question six. In the game of Quidditch, and I, I got really cocky about this one because I thought this was one I would get. In the game of Quidditch, what is the name of the ball that is used to score goals? Ah, that'd be the quaffle. That would be the quaffle. Is there a thing in it called a snitch? Yeah, the golden snitch. So how yeah, do you what's the golden the snitch? It's a little winged ball that flies off and kind of floats around. All right, it's... so that's not the ball that you play Quidditch with. There's three balls. Well, yeah, three types of balls. There's the, the quaffle oh fucking hell I'm so sorry I asked which is the one that you score the goals <laughs> with which is the main ball there's the golden snitch which flies around and the seeker needs to catch and then there's um, bludgers which are uh, beaten towards the opponents to try and knock them off the brooms and, and put them out of action and all that kind of stuff okay see I thought that was another superfluous question a bit of information in a question was the ball used to score goals well surely no, that's no. the ball no. But yeah, I didn't appreciate that there were other balls. There are definitely other balls, definitely. All with ridiculous names. <laughs> right, that's six for six. Question seven. Harry learns the identity of Tom Riddle's mother when he views a memory in... Do- oh, I'm just getting pissed off reading this question. This is ridiculous. Right. Harry, Harry learns the identity of Tom Riddle's mother when he views a memory in Dumbledore's pensieve. Yep. What is her name? Ah, uh, right. So, so Tom Riddle. What's Tom Riddle's mum called? What's Tom Riddle's mum? John called? Humphreys just should have cut the shit and gone with that. Merripace, Merripace Gaunt. Oh fucking hell! You see, Madeline Grant when she answered that question said that name that you just said, and I couldn't understand a single fucking word of it. Right. I had to Google it, <laughs> but I couldn't Google it because I didn't couldn't understand it. So I ended up having to Google Dumbledore's Pensieve. I don't even know what a fucking Pensieve is. <laughs> so where you store your memories because your brain gets too full. Okay, I'm just I'm getting more Harry Potter angry as we go. Question eight. <laughs> I did. I wouldn't have got that one either. It's seven for seven. Question eight. What is the name of the former teacher who was persuaded to come out of retirement to become the new potions <laughs> master for Harry's sixth year at Hogwarts? <laughs> If you get if you get pissed off with Rufus Scrimger and Hepsi Bar yep. Smith, Horace Slughorn. Yeah, I couldn't understand what she said either. Is this woman was she mumbling or something? Is that Horace Slughorn. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought she said Foghorn, but in fairness, yeah, she wasn't. I mean, <laughs> the words that would have that been I don't even understand. Funny. I couldn't understand half of what John Humphreys was saying. <laughs> but I mean, if if you were to say to me which planet was destroyed by the Death Star in Star Wars, and I just went, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. You're not going to get it either. No. Nope. So she, she could have done me a favour and said Horace Slughorn, but she didn't. <laughs> she just went Horace Slughorn. 
So question nine, because I wouldn't have got Slughorn Leghorn either. That's question it, nine. <laughs> In the Goblet <laughs> of Fire, Harry learns that England, or Ingerland, failed to qualify for the Quidditch World Cup. To which team did they lose by thir- 390 to 10? I'll say Bulgaria. Ooh. But it is just a guess, because I can't remember. So if you had to guess a Bulgarian-type oh. name... That was utter bullshit. Yeah. What 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 Eastern European country would you guess that was a little bit magical that was utter bullshit? <laughs> Azerbaijani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, careful given given the world situation yeah. at the moment. Abracadabra-y. <laughs> um Okay, it, Ducula had a vampire vampire wall of famia. What? Oh, he was in Transylvania. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so no idea what you were talking about. In Darkest Transylvania with the Vampire, Ho- vampire Hall of Famia. Isn't that the theme from Ducula? Right, yeah, well. All right, moving on. Maybe. Oh, you <laughs> got one. So that's going to be eight out of nine so far. If it makes yep. you feel any better, I wouldn't have got Transylvania either. Okay. Question 10. <laughs> we're so close. We've only got five to go. Thank for <laughs> Six, actually. Question 10. So John Humphreys asked, which unforgivable curse puts the victim under the total control of the person who cast the spell? And at this point, Madeline interrupted with the answer. Right. So do you want to have a stab at the answer at that point, or do you want the rest of the question? Uh, imperious curse. So, okay. So she said imperious at this point. Mm-hmm. She'd given the correct answer. John yes. Humphreys ignored her and carried on with... <laughs> Which defence against the dark arts teacher, Alistair Moody, demonstrated on a spider? Well, that doesn't make any difference. It's the right and answer. And then she said imperious again. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, John, you've just taken like five seconds off her time. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up and move on With to the With your superfluously one. long questions. Yeah. D- doesn't need that. That is, doesn't need it, obviously, because we got it. Yeah. Well, shit, sure. Madeline didn't need it either. So there's nine out of ten. Question eleven. In the garden of which cottage is Dobby the Free Elf buried? Harry oh. digs the grave without the use of magic. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Um, it's Shell Cottage. It is Shell Cottage. Ten from eleven. Is Dobby the Free Elf the same as Dobby the House Elf? He is. Okay. Dobby the Free Elf. Uh, Dobby the House Elf becomes Dobby the Free Elf. Well, let's not get into spoilers about the emancipation of Dobby. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go in there. No. <laughs> Freedom for all. He was the Rosa Parks of Elves. Question 12. Nearly Headless Nick is a former pupil at Hogwarts and was executed by an incomplete decapitation in 1492. What's his full name? <laughs> Again, superfluous question. Uh, so, sorry, superfluous words in the question. His yeah. full name is uh, Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Very well done, because I had to Google that again, because I simply did not understand a fucking word of it. You should listen to the book. Stephen Fry enunciates really well. Well, is he the one that was uh, John Cleese? Yeah, that's in it. In the film? Nearly yeah, Headless Nick. Again, see, I could have got a point there, but that wasn't the question. Question 13. What spell did Harry Potter perform to save his cousin Dudley from Dementors shortly before the start of his fifth year? He is summoned... To a disciplinary hearing at the <laughs> Ministry of Magic Christ. as a result. 
I know. Just shut the fuck up, John. First sentence would have done it. It would have. It was the Patronus, John. Full, full, full answer? Expecto Patronum. <laughs> I had to fucking Google that as well. Right. 12 out of 13. Uh, I Question don't know if you'd be 14. proud of yourself or embarrassed. <laughs> uh, well, so far, I'm, I'm fucking amazed. I, I have naught. <laughs> from 13 asked but it's not surprising seeing as I don't know it they are the kind of things that you are you, you must have seen it to, or read it to know it and oh, yeah, I've absolutely. done neither question 14 <sighs> fucking hell <laughs> the aura nymphadora tonks nymphadora these are just tonks. fucking made up where this is ridiculous <laughs> the aura nymphadora brackets tonks can change her appearance at will what name is given to a person with this magical ability? <laughs> Animorph Magus. Ooh, I think we have a steward's inquiry. The answer that she gave was Metamorphagus. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's Animorph Magus. <laughs> You're challenging Mastermind. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely Google it. But yeah, I think they're wrong. <laughs> I think it's an Animorph Magus. Okay, but, well, know, on the basis that... I don't want to Google I'm... anything at the minute because... Obviously no, it, don't Google it because you've only got yeah. one question left to go, to yeah. be fair. We'll put that one down. I'm going to give it to you as right. So, Mastermind says Metamorphagus. Dr. Lee says... I said Animorphagus, but I think I could probably... I think I'm more than likely wrong. If anybody wants to side with me, because I've now decided not to give it to Dr. Lee, <laughs> then email opinionisdivided at gmail.com. Let me know which is correct. No, Metamorphagus... Actually, Thinking about it, I'm get, I think I am getting confused with Animagus, which is somebody you can turn into an animal, but uh, a Metamorph Magus. So, yeah, I think it is Metamorph Magus. Can we just go with Xenomorph? No. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. So, so are, you, uh, are you having that one as wrong? Yeah, I'm having that one as wrong. All right, Definitely. we're still going to have a steward's inquiry. Yeah. If you know the answer to that question, email us at opinionisdivided at gmail.com. Question 15. <laughs> what invention of Fred and George Weasley causes Dudley Dursley's tongue to grow to a foot long until it resembles a great slimy python. It's like a, an alliteration, I'm sure it was. Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to give any clues, but you're not far off. I think it was something... It was. I think it was something like a t- ton, tongue, toffee, or something along those lines. Not 100%, though. Because the tongue swelled up massively, and it was a toffee sweet. So your final answer. Tun tung toffee. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give you it because right. what I heard I wrote down as tan tan tofu. Uh right. And I'm okay. writing down what somebody said. I didn't yeah. see it written. So right. I think either you're on the money and Madeline John Humphreys because John Humphreys laughed at that answer. And I can't fucking blame him. Tan <laughs> tan tan toffee. It's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> So anyway, let's draw, draw a line of this fucking bullshit. That's 13, for that. <laughs> 13 out of 15 on your specialist subject of Harry Potter. That's not bad coming out of cold. That's not bad. I wouldn't say they were particularly obscure questions, a lot of them. I mean, They were fucking wordy questions. <laughs> Obviously, I got a few of them wrong, but, well, a couple of them wrong. But they weren't, yeah, they were very wordy. They were ridiculously wordy questions. There was no need for that. But I they can't decide, I mean... Difficult. I'm not immersed in the world of Mastermind. It's not something that I watch very often. But I imagine they tailor the length of the questions so that you have the same amount of questions each time. 
because yeah. I'm I'm fairly sure Roger Black did not well was not asked fifteen questions, right? And she was asked fifteen in the time that she had. Mm-hmm. So whether they contrive it so that that's the number of questions and it will fit the time that you've got or not, I don't know. Yeah, you kind of think if they're overly wordy questions, it's going to take you long to read them. So somebody else has got shorter questions going to have an unfair advantage. Yeah. So is that they just make the question fit? <laughs> so And also especially as the same length. she answered a question halfway through John Humphreys asking it and he fucking ignored her. He just carried Didn't on. move on to the next one, just carried on, ploughed on. He just totally ignored the answer. So unless unless that's a convention of mastermind or something, I, I, I really don't know. Stewart's inquiry, surely. Stewart's inquiry, with I think there is. So, Madeline, very well done. Got 15 out of 15. I think, you know, she is another grown adult that should know better. <laughs> we um, we have Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. Nobody will play against me. And the only person who's ever come close, and who's pretty much as good as I am, if not better than I am, Harry Potter, is our very good friend Gina. Ah. Gina is amazing at Harry Potter. Well, maybe if Gina's sat at home now listening to this, absolutely seething at those answers, <laughs> let us know your thoughts, Gina. She'd be screaming at the device, uh, Metamorph Magus, you soft tit. <laughs> exactly. That's How kind the hell of could you I'm get something like that wrong? Call yourself a Potter fan. <laughs> the, the embarrassments, yeah. I'm never going to live that down. Harry anymore. Potter Triv will not be a game I'll be playing anytime soon. Not unless you want every one of my answers to be Harry. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Come on then, let's have a run at your questions for me for Star Wars. And you do the same thing. You let me know as you go what you think you would have known without knowing the answer already. Absolutely. Because you're aware of them, you've seen them. I've seen all the movies. I've seen some of the movies more than once. I've seen some of the movies just the once, because I'll never watch them again. But you know. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a couple of them in there. But um, unlike you, I didn't watch mastermind i don't think there has been i did a brief google before before we started when i realized that you'd gone to a lot of effort to get these questions for <laughs> harry potter so when uh, i was saying to you earlier when i messaged you and said have you got your questions ready and you said yes was yes. the answer actually no it was <laughs> <laughs> so this is no. the one one episode we couldn't wing no oh well, yeah anyway so i've just i, I googled hard star wars questions and okay. The title of this is the twenty-five toughest Star Wars trivia questions in any galaxy, not just in our galaxy. Okay, all right, but then. in any galaxy. Okay, so, do the first fifteen. We'll call yeah, it a day at that. Exactly. I'm not going to go all twenty-five. We've been here all night. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> Unless they're really short, and we could do this as a speed round. Well, they are definitely not as wordy as uh, the Mastermind questions. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 